Welcome to the Climate Report on Forward Radio, WFMP 106.5 FM, Louisville. This is Hart Hagen, your host, and we are on episode number 217. Today's topic is Bernie's Green New Deal, part 19. We've been talking about Bernie's Green New Deal for 18 previous episodes. Now we're on 19. We're about halfway through Bernie's Green New Deal. So if I complete this series, then it'll end up being maybe uh, almost 40 episodes. And it's well worth it because this is policy and policy is important. Do not get bored. Do not go to sleep. Policy is important because we can no longer leave policy to the Paula. The politicians are asleep at the wheel. The politicians are picking their noses, um, 95% of them. There are about 5% of people at the federal level, if that, that are doing the will of the people to the best of their ability. The rest of them are bought by corporate interests, and that includes John Yarmouth, who has been oh so reluctant to uh, get on board with Medicare for All, and oh so reluctant to embrace anything remotely resembling the Green New Deal. uh, So the Climate Report is a daily radio show and podcast that asks the question, WTF, who's running the world and why do they want to ruin it? For the rest of us, including their own children, there are people in this world who are willing to destroy the world for profit. The Climate Report is a thorough examination of how to solve the problem of climate change. The Climate Report is also your definitive source for information and analysis related to the Green New Deal. And lastly, on the Climate Report, we question everything we've ever been taught about American politics. We question everything we've ever been taught about economics on the American scene. We question everything we've been taught about American culture. So when it comes to American culture, we question American exceptionalism. We question the American dream. We question whether America at present is really a place where there's upward mobility. And we question whether America is really a place that is a a meritocracy because they want us to believe that it's a meritocracy because there's no better slave than the one who thinks he's free. We question everything we've ever been taught about American politics, like is it a democracy or not? <gasps> what horror of horrors you're, th- you're suggesting that America is not a democracy, but what is a democracy? It's where the people rule, and it's where the policies reflect uh, public opinion. P- do, does public policy... Does public policy in the United States reflect the opinion of Americans as to what public uh, policy should be? Huh, hardly. You could name easily a dozen things, uh, just for starters, about where policy is different from people's opinion. People want Medicare for all, but that's not policy. People want to reduce defense spending, but that's not policy. People want to want war to be the last resort, not the first resort, but that's not what we have, is it? People want to legalize marijuana, but that's not what we have. People want to end the prison industrial complex and mass incarceration, but that's not what we have. 
people think problematic foods should be labeled if they have GMOs or if they have, if they have problematic uh, chemicals like human growth hormone in milk. People want labels on those things, but industry won't allow it to happen. And it's not because our system is imperfect or needs tweaking around the edges. It's that our system is thoroughly corrupt and your public officials are not working for you, no matter how likable you might think they are, no matter how good they might make you feel when you shake their hand or see them on TV. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and no one else. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please email info at theclimatereport.net. So we're reading through Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal. The Green New Deal is not one law or even one set of policies. It's a new deal. It's a new contract with the people. The first uh, New Deal, new contract, was in 2008. The first Green New Deal was in 2008, uh, promulgated by the Green Party. And then there was, in 2019, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez introduced a bill in the House of Representatives that was uh, called the Green New Deal. And then the Democratic Socialists of America introduced their seven principles that should guide anything worthy of the name Green New Deal. And then Bernie Sanders in August of 2019 introduced his Green New Deal. To his credit, Bernie Sanders, when he was asked what is the greatest national security threat, he did not say Russia or China or Iran or Venezuela or Cuba or uh, North Korea. He said climate change is the greatest threat to the national security of the United States. You know, and, you know, so what does national security mean apart from the safety of the people, the physical safety of the people? So the physical safety of the American people is not primarily threatened by outside forces. It's primarily threatened by our own policies and by the corporations that run the show. For example, 30,000 people die every year because they don't have access to basic to quality health care. Uh, and it's, and why don't we? Every other in, in developed industrialized country, ha, uh, you know, health care is a human right. Health care is free or virtually free in every other developed, Western, uh, westernized, developed, industrialized nation. And yet that idea that health care is a basic human right is not a reality in the United States. As a result, people put off their treatments. They don't go to the doctor until they have an emergency, in which case it is, from a health standpoint, it's better to nip it in the bud. It's better to practice preventive medicine rather than just reacting uh, to whatever health condition you have. But, but in America, if you're poor or middle class, even upper middle class, you can go bankrupt in a New York minute because of medical bills. One of the leading causes of bankruptcy is medical bills in the United States. And people don't want to lose their money, so they don't go to the doctor. And as a result, 30,000 people per year die. That number could be as many as forty or forty-five thousand people per year, depending on the study. And is that not a threat to the security of the people of the United States? And that's only one thing that cause that causes preventable death in the United States. So, what is national security? What is security if it's not 
a willingness to do what can be done to prevent preventable death and preventable injury. So we have a really cockeyed, twisted, distorted, dysfunctional notion of what national security means. Uh, so anyway, uh, so Bernie Sanders says climate change is the greatest threat to our national security, and now we know what he means by that because he has promulgated his own Green New Deal. It's about 13,000 words. It's about 50 pages, and we are about halfway through it. So, uh, and I have a handy-dandy numbered version of Bernie's Green New Deal, and this particular section, uh, in starting in section 23, it says, end the greed of the fossil fuel industry and hold them accountable. So here's how we're going to do it. As president, Bernie will do these things, Star, uh, and it's, uh, how many things have we got here? It's lettered L-M-N-O-P-Q, all the way up to letter Q, so that's about uh, up to tw 18 or 20 items, and I read them briefly last episode. We'll go in more in-depth this episode. So, as President Bernie will do the following things. Letter A, make the fossil fuel industry pay for their pollution by doing the following things, and there are three things that are listed. Number one, massively raising taxes on corporate polluters and investors' fossil fuel income and wealth. Now, let me go back just a minute to the first phrase of this paragraph. It says, Bernie will, letter A, make the fossil fuel industry pay for their pollution. There is a principle in environmental law that is called polluter pays. If you pollute, you should pay. If you pollute, you're doing damage to other people's property. If you pollute, you're even doing damage to other people's health. If you pollute, you're doing damage to other people's local economy, and you should be held accountable to that. You are injuring somebody else and you should have to pay for that injury. So it should be that polluters pay. So let's say how Bernie wants to make polluters pay. Letter number one, massively raising taxes on corporate polluters and investors' fossil fuel income and wealth. So you want to tax the income and you want to tax the wealth. So here's a figure for you. One trillion dollars. According to Tulsi Gabbard's Off Fossil Fuels Act, the top five, top five fossil fuel companies, top five oil companies, over the course of 10 years collectively made one, uh, $1 trillion in profits, not revenues, profits. And yet they do that by polluting, the, the, what, what do they do with that money? They buy the right to pollute. They buy the right to put our entire species at risk because climate change puts our entire species at risk. Uh, they pollute our air. They pollute our water. They pollute our soil. They wage war on workers. Uh, if you know the story of the, uh, you remember the Gulf oil spill a few years back, about 10 years ago? They... Um, you know, sometimes we forget that 17 or more workers died in that explosion, and it was completely preventable. It, it, the, explosion, the explosion caused a damage to the rig, which then caused lots and lots of oil to spill into the ocean. And, you know, 17 workers died as a result of that, and it was complete negligence. It was criminal negligence. 
and it was go it was going for profit going for profit going for profit at the expense of worker safety not to mention all of the pollution caused in the gulf all the uh, the uh, environmental damage the ecological devastation it was you know criminal negligence that caused the death of several workers who thought they were going to go home that weekend and enjoy their families and their families thought they were going to go home that weekend but they didn't they died because of the criminal negligence of the oil company and the uh, associated contractors that owned the rig so what i'm saying here is that there's a lot of ill-gotten gain we have a myth in our society that says if somebody has money it must be because they earned it but if you know that makes sense until you think about it. It doesn't make sense when you think about it. Just because somebody has money, does that mean they earned it? What if they stole it? What if it was in the bank and they stole it? Does that mean they earned it? Well, they worked hard to steal that money. No, it just because somebody has money doesn't mean they earned it. So, uh, you know, Bernie is saying here their, their income and the wealth of these companies needs to be massively taxed. Why? Because since the 1970s, they have known that the sale of their product is very damaging to our climate. They have known this since the 1970s. They have known this since approximately 15 years before it was officially testified before Congress by Jim Hansen, the NASA scientist. They, they knew this since the mid-1970s. There is no reason for them just to get off scot-free. There's no reason for them to, keep, to continually be able to keep their profits, keep their profits, keep their profits, keep their reserves, keep their share wealth, uh, keep the uh, mineral rights of the company of the uh, you know the places where they drill for oil and frack for natural gas and mine for coal there's no reason for them to be able to keep their property or their income item number two uh, we will make the fossil fuel industry pay for their pollution by raising penalties on pollution from fossil fuel energy generation the EPA has historically under-enforced the existing penalties for polluting under the Clean Air Act. As president, Bernie will raise and aggressively enforce these penalties. So sometimes what we need to do is not put more laws on the books. We need to put more laws on the books, but sometimes we need to frickin' enforce the laws that are already on the books. So what Bernie is saying here is that there are laws on the books with penalties that are just not enforced. Why? Because our government is bought by the fossil fuel industry. They're bought by the oil companies and the coal companies and the natural gas companies and the pipeline companies and the construction companies that are related to the industry. So let's enforce the laws that are on the books. In other words, let's have a president that can grow a pair. Let's have a president that can enforce the laws that are already on the books. And that's why it's so important to have elected officials that are not bought. And that's why I, Hart Hagen, will never vote for anybody that takes corporate money. I will never vote for anybody that takes corporate money. We need to draw a line in the sand and say, if you want my vote, you will not take one thin dime from a corporation. 
Item three, we will make the fossil fuel industry pay for their pollution by requiring remaining fossil fuel infrastructure owners to buy federal fossil fuel risk bonds to pay for disaster impacts at the local level. Federal risk bonds can then be paid to counties and municipalities when there are fossil fuel spills, explosions, or accidents. So, I'm going to guess what he's talking about here. A a fossil fuel risk bond is like kind of an insurance policy. You have to pay to the insurance. You have to buy a policy from an insurance company that says if there is some sort of uh, spill, for example, if there's an oil spill, then the insurance company is then obligated to pay the cities and counties for cleanup. And these bonds, these insurance companies, I mean, these insurance policies can be a source of revenue for the government, can be a source of revenue for the federal government, and then uh, they are paid, and then they become a source of funding for cleanup when there is a need for cleanup. It's best to prevent the need for cleanup by getting rid of fossil fuels altogether. That's why we need to say no new fossil fuel infrastructure. No new fossil fuel infrastructure. Just say no. Keep the fossil fuels in the ground and do not, do not build any more fossil fuel infrastructure. Fossil fuel infrastructure includes pipelines, it includes oil rigs, it includes new drilling, uh, new drilling sites, it includes roads. No new roads. No new fossil fuel infrastructure. Prevent further urban sprawl by saying no new roads. So just for starters, we have identified three ways to make the fossil fuel industry pay for their pollution. One is massively raising taxes on their income and their wealth. Two is by raising penalties. And three is by requiring uh, fossil fuel companies to pay insurance policies that then in turn pay for cleanup when there is a need. Item B, Uh, in order to, uh, as President Bernie will, prosecute and sue the fossil fuel industry for the damage it has caused. So how do you do that? Well, the Attorney General of the United States is the chief law enforcement officer under federal law. The Attorney General of the federal government of the United States is also directly report, he reports directly to the president. So, the, in other words, the Attorney General of the United States has to do what the President says to do. So, the Attorney General will prosecute and sue the fossil fuel industry for the damage it has caused. Continuing to read, when it was revealed in 2015 that the fossil fuel industry knew their actions were contributing to climate change decades ago, Bernie sent a letter to the then Attorney General Loretta Lynch in 2015 asking her to open a federal investigation to find out whether the industry violated the law. Let's find out whether they violated the law. 
President, and he doesn't say anything more about that. Obviously, under President Obama, who is the friendly face of empire and the friendly face of pollution and the friendly face of everything that is wrong with our government, uh, President Obama was thoroughly bought by the bank, big banks, thoroughly bought by the fossil fuel industry. Why else would he bail out the big banks? Why else would he approve all of this new drilling? And uh, anyway, you know, President Obama and President Clinton were two of the most successful Republican presidents that there ever were. But let's go on. Uh, President Bernie Sanders will ensure that his Department of Justice and Securities and Exchange Commission investigate these companies and bring suits, both criminal and civil, for any wrongdoing, just as the federal government did with the tobacco industry in the 1980s. So the government has this power. The question is whether the government uses this power. And the question is, are we going to have a government of the people, by the people, for the people? Or are we going to have a government of the oil companies, by the oil companies, and for the oil companies? I don't know. But I know what we should want. And I need, know we need to stop pretending that we have a government of the people, by the people, for the people. That means stop pretending, if you're a Democrat, stop pretending that just getting a Democrat in office is going to make everything all better. Stop that. Be, uh, be rational. We know that Democrats are just as bad as Republicans. Uh, you know, not all of them, but many of them. So, uh, you know, Democrats are... are, 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 are almost as bought by the oil companies as Republicans are, and they're, they are more bought by Wall Street than the oil companies are. We need to keep in mind that when it comes to climate change, what impact does Wall Street have on climate change? Well, I'll tell you what impact Wall Street has on climate change. I'm talking about the big banks. They're heavily invested in oil reserves. So the big banks like Goldman Sachs, and uh, they're heavily invested in oil reserves. That's why when Democrats are taking money from corporations, it matters. They are not the lesser of two evils. They are the equal of two evils. When Republicans are taking money from corporations, it matters. And when Democrats are taking money from corporations, it matters because there's not a whole lot of difference, if any, I was going to say there's not a whole lot of difference between Democrats and Republicans at the federal level, and that's absolutely true. There are minor differences. There are marginal differences. And even then, um, you know, I was reading an article recently. It's by Glenn Ford of the Black Agenda Report, and he's saying, why is Barack Obama the greater of two evils? Why is Barack Obama the more effective evil? We need to disabuse ourselves of the notion that Democrats are marginally better than Republicans because they're not. Anyway, continuing to read, uh, these corporations, talking about the oil companies, these corporations and their executives should not get away with hiding the truth from the American people. It's talking about, you know, they knew, the oil companies knew since the mid-1970s They've known for a long time, they've known for 45 years at least, that um, 
that carbon emissions are greenhouse gases. They have an impact on the climate, and it's serious. They have known this for 45 years at least, and they should not be able to get to get away with that any more than the tobacco companies should not be able to get away with, uh, you know, knowingly making cigarettes addictive and knowing that cigarettes are harmful to your health. They, they did lots of stuff and they had to pay for criminal fraud, criminal conspiracy and fraud. The tobacco companies had to pay for that. There's no reason why the oil companies should have, should not have to pay for their knowingly causing harm to our environment and manipulation and fraud and concealing evidence from the public and spending billions of dollars in disinformation campaigns. It says here, these corporations and their executives should not get away with hiding the truth from the American people. They should also pay damages for destruction they have knowingly caused. And it says here, we will also support state and regional action to determine the projected harm to communities and pave the way for actions that remunerate, that means repay, pay for actions, pave the way for actions that remunerate devastated communities requiring care and repair and the dollars to do it. So, for example, in Louisiana, in the Gulf Coast, you have, you have communities that have been damaged by oil spills. Those communities should have a fair share of compensation from the oil companies so as to do the cleanup and build infrastructure to prevent further harm. Next paragraph says, as President Bernie will create a national climate risk report. Some people might say, oh, that sounds like bureaucracy to me. Let me tell you something. Sometimes bureaucracy is the only thing standing between you and the rapacious uh, corporations that are willing to take life if they have to for profit. Corporations take people's lives every day, and they do it for profit. They knowingly put people at risk of injury and death every day. And they do it for profit. We need to disabuse ourselves of the notion that government is bad or bureaucracy is bad. There are certain elements of government that are bad, um, and it's the, you know, not the, not that there are bad people in it, but mainly the elements of government that are bad are the military, the national security state. I'm not saying they're bad people, but they. So you have people in our culture, you have libertarians and conservatives who say, you know, they're against big government, but they're full willing to give lots and lots and lots of money to the military, a trillion dollars every year, including nuclear weapons, so that they can not only, you know, devastate people with bombs, but also leave untold and unspeakable and unconscionable amounts of chemical pollution in the wake. Um, I read recently that we had, uh, in terms of the military, in the war in Iraq, there were 800 tons of depleted uranium. Don't even get me started. That's a whole other conversation. But when it comes to ecological devastation and when it comes to the abuses of big government, these so-called conservatives do not know how to say no to the Pentagon. 
And sometimes they give the Pentagon even more than they want. Uh, but that's another conversation. We need to get rid of this notion that says government is always bad except when it's making war. That's just stupid. So let's read what this says. Create a National Climate Risk Report. The Securities and Exchange Commission and the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, will jointly develop an economy-wide survey of climate risks. To create this report, the SEC will require corporations to audit and report their climate risks. The EPA will use the information to target the worst climate risks through economy-wide regulations to limit carbon pollution emissions under the Clean Air Act to achieve our carbon pollution reduction goals. So that's about all the time we have. We're going to pick up next time where we left off this time. And uh, we're going to talk about, you know, this National Climate Risk Report, what it involves, why it's needed, what good it can do us. Any questions, comments, or feedback, please email info at theclimatereport.net.